Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, these shows are, I'm still trying to get a feel to how to do this here because you're on up against the game after one game. And now that everything is in the books here, at least that we care about, let's kind of reset a little bit. 877-337-6666. So the Rangers are eliminated. Devils beat the Rangers 4-0 in game seven at the Rock. Devils played the much better series, especially after the first two games. I am stunned after the first two series, that here we are with this result, that the Rangers are going home, but they don't deserve to move on. They played a horrible game tonight. They played a lousy series outside of those first two games. Even in game six where they won, it was still a bad start for them. Devils were the better team. Simple as that. Lindy Ruff was the better coach. Devils were the better team. Devils were the hungrier team. They just wanted it more. So you look at... What the Rangers did here um, in these, you know, last four games of this series or five games of this series, it was just not good enough. Fox cannot be considered one of the best defensemen in the NHL and have that happen. And you go out there and basically change the game with a lackadaisical play where the Rangers were on a power play and potentially could have momentum. Now, their special teams stunk. Anyway, whether it was the penalty kill, whether it was the power play, their special team stunk. The only thing that was worth a damn in this series for the Rangers, I mean, I guess two guys, but really it was Shesterkin. Shesterkin and Kreider would be the two. Unacceptable, unacceptable performance and result in Game 7 for the Rangers. You give credit to the Devils for moving on, but hockey season is now over in New York. The Rangers go home. This after getting to the Eastern Conference Finals a year ago and trying to build on that. And Chris Drury put this team together to win a Stanley Cup. They were built to win a Stanley Cup. And the reality is that's not happening yet again. Another year that doesn't result in a Stanley Cup win. As the wait continues since 1994. The frustrating thing is that they've had the goalie, whether it was Hank, now Shesterkin, and they just can't go on a run. The Bruins were out of the way. 
The team that was unbeatable got beat in the first round. The Lightning were out. The path was clear for the Rangers. Couldn't get past the Devils. And I would love to say that it was a hard-fought series. It wasn't. The Devils were the more dominant team the majority of the time. First two games were an aberration. Rangers don't deserve to move on. So that was the, you know, now that that game is final, that to me is the top story here. Rangers going home, another year of disappointment, and we await what changes will be made. Gallant, Panarin, I mean, unacceptable. The Rangers stars did not show up. Zabinijad, see how Chris Drury is going to reshape this team and get them better next year. As now we'll have to wait a whole nother offseason, a whole nother regular season to get back to this point again next year. Playoff pain? You know, look, it is great when you win in the postseason. I was just explaining this to my wife over the weekend because we are at the Nick game. And she experienced the Knicks in game four, round one, which is great, right? They won, beat the Cavs, great day. Not thinking you're going to go to the game and they're going to lose. I mean, I know better because I've been a fan for however many years. My wife just started going to these games now. And I told her, the more playoff games you go to, the more likely you can experience a loss. But you know, she didn't like that. The playoff pain is unlike any other. And when you get eliminated, it's the worst. And unfortunately, it's happened too often for the Rangers. And this time... Way too soon. So that couple with the Yankees lost to Mika Herman was dealing at 88 pitches through eight and a third innings, allowed just a base hit in the ninth. And then Aaron Boone pulled him for Clay Holmes, who has not been very good for the Yankees. Really, since he's been here. He won, when he first got here, he started, uh, he started out dominant. Outside of that, he has not been some great lockdown closer, not by any stretch of the imagination. Anyway, he comes at the game, bad defense. He blows it, uh, and Wandy Peralta ends up walking in the go-ahead run. Um, but Clone, uh, Clay Holmes was uh, at fault. Yankees have a dreadful loss on a day that they have to put Aaron Judge on the IL. I mean, look at the lineup. Look at where the Yankees were at, last place in the AL East. To me, those are the top two stories. Mets, of course, had their doubleheader with Atlanta after all the rain this weekend. They had a uh, rain-shortened five-inning game on Friday night. And then they go out there and uh, have a doubleheader today after the weekend was washed out. And the Mets split a doubleheader, and they're fortunate to be able to do that. But Yankees, Rangers are the top two stories here. 877-337-6666. Miriam is calling from Forest Hills. What's up, Miriam? Sal, I'm going to tell you two things. One, the Islanders played bad minutes against Carolina. In the third and in the overtime, the Rangers played bad periods. Against the Devils. No, they played bad games. I mean, the Rangers just were awful, Miriam. You're right. Bad periods, bad games. Yes, and that's because they just didn't score, and the Devils are faster. Now, I'm going to tell you one other thing. Carolina has people that pressure you all over the ice. They don't give you space, and they don't give you time. One of the reasons the Islanders won Two of the games was because they made the time. They pushed the people out of the way. Barzell scored two goals. Other people scored goals. If the Rangers would have gotten to Carolina, maybe. But the reality is... No, they weren't beating beating Carolina anyway, Miriam. Rangers not beating them. And thank you for the call, as always, Miriam. Sorry about your Islanders. Tonight, though, is about the Rangers going home. A team... You know, the Islanders were not expected to win the Stanley Cup this year. Neither are the Devils, although now they have a realistic chance. The Rangers were a team that was built to win the Stanley Cup. And after that 2-0 start, they were looking like they were on their way. A major, major disappointment. I mean, that is a series you cannot lose up 2-0 coming home. Can't lose it. 
And they lost it in seven. Unacceptable. Can't happen. And there's plenty of blame to go around. Wasn't one guy. Wasn't one play. It was almost to a man. Everybody. Almost. Igor Kreider. The only two guys that I would absolve. And that includes the coaching staff. Jack is calling from Phoenix, Arizona. What's up, Jack? Hey, how you doing, Sal? Um, you know, I'm not really surprised what happened tonight. This was just a microcosm of that entire season, man. They take off parts of games all season long, leaving Igor out to dry all the time, guys wide open in front of them while they, you know, do the ice capades up and down through center ice and blah, blah, blah. And then they'd end up, because of Igor, pulling a win out at the end of the games, you know. But they ran into a better team. And uh, I kind of think that um, – given the fact that the Rangers and the Devils were both on rebuild for the last few years. The, Rangers, the Devils seem to be kicking the Rangers' butts right now when it comes to that. Their draft choices, that's for sure. Well, I mean, their guys, you're right. They, they, their draft picks, their top guys were hits. The Rangers were not. Lafreniere stinks. Yeah, really, Kako is not very good. So, yeah. we, we have never had, historically, the Rangers have never had any any good luck with draft choices. Never going They get the number one pick, and I'm celebrating on the air like an idiot because I think it's going to result in a known commodity, uh, you know, number one legitimate stud player in Lafreniere stinks. He's like the worst number and one pick. Consensus, and consensus picks, too, right? Like, everybody thought these guys were going to be good. Yeah. It's not like the Rangers went out on a limb and picked somebody. Well, they did with Lee Anderson, and then, you know, that was kind of a cluster, you know what, but... Uh, They've never had, they've never, I mean, they, they traded Rick Middleton for Ken Hodge, for Christ's sake. You know, I mean, they've never been good at this stuff, you know. They're always good at getting guys, uh, other teams, aged, washed-up superstars to come finish their careers out, and they have a great time in the garden, but it doesn't win anything. I mean, I've seen, uh, they've been to the finals four times in my lifetime, and they've won once. And yeah. there was one year, the one year, 1971, where they, uh, 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 they beat, I, they beat the, the Maple Leafs, and they were playing the Blackhawks, and it was like the Bruins had lost on the other side of the, of the line. So, it, like, everybody expected them to beat the Blackhawks and go on and beat the Canadians and win the Cup, and uh, Tony Estabini was stoned in six games. Yeah, I mean, I don't um, go back that far, Jack, but, I, but even just in recent memory, and thank you for the call, and even against the Kings, and I was at game four of that Stanley Cup final. They were already down 3 nothing. Uh, fortunate to be able to, uh, you know, win that game and, and – uh, not get swept, but they they were overmatched by the Kings. A lot of times in these postseasons going in, it felt like the Rangers were going to have to have everything go their way because they had the best goaltender but didn't have the best team. This year, I, I legitimately thought it was different. I thought going into the postseason that the Rangers had a Stanley Cup winning team. And I was dead wrong. I mean, it looked that way through the first two, but I was dead wrong. They folded. I, I don't know. I don't understand what happened. They lose a tight game in overtime in Game 3. Then they just don't play in Game 4. A complete total no-show. I don't know how that happens. It just didn't seem like a team that wanted it. I don't know if it's the head coach. You saw him getting on Trocheck today on the bench, yelling in his face, and maybe Glenn knows that it's over. Uh, I don't know. Rosie, number one picks, right? Give me the – you're the hockey guy. What's – where are we at with the number one picks in in the last what like five six years? Is Lafreniere the worst? Uh, I mean I'd have to take a look, but he's I I don't know I don't want to say if he's the worst, but he's definitely developed slowly. Than oh other yeah ones. yeah right. So exactly. I don't know if he's I don't know if Lafreniere's a bad. Player. All right, give me well take a look look it up the I last will. like five years or whatever maybe ten years and two things just because yeah. we have some post game coming up now. Gallant said 
Shesterkin was really good. This game probably should have been 7-2 when he's probably right. Right. And I didn't even notice this, but Kreider took a lot of the blame. And I looked at the box score. He was minus four. He was on the ice for all four goals the Devils scored. Now, let's forget the the last one that's an empty net or whatever. But he was on the ice for all three goals that they scored. He was right there with Fox, right? Wasn't he with Fox? I believe it was him him or uh, I think Tyler Mott who was in the back end when Andre Pilat. Anyway, I'm not blaming Kreider. The guy was a goal machine early on. But I'm just saying it's interesting you look at the stats he was minus four i'll tell you another thing truba i've had enough of him and i like truba and i know these guys are gonna put on big hits he, he's he, he's the captain he's he takes a hit here he's a fault here he didn't do enough nearly enough i agree with i i think that's fine i think people who people got excited over the one big hit on timo meyer with yeah. 12 minutes left in the game and it's not going to do anything but it, it, that's not going to do anything at that point well even last year like you want to have that physical presence fine what has he done as a captain uh, i i just i'm not seeing it uh, and I, I would not be surprised if there was a change made there either. I mean, you can't uh, you can't have a captain of the team that just blew this series like that and have him bring him back next year. But he, he just didn't do enough. Real quick, just yeah. on the, the draft pick situation, we'll go back to 2016 just for... Right, good. Austin Matthews. Stud. Nico Heashier. Stud. Rasmus Dahlin, the defenseman on the Sabres. Him. He's a stud. Okay. He's a stud. Really. Jack Hughes. Stud. Good. Lafreniere. Bust. Owen Power, who's also a young, really good defenseman on the Sabres. And then last year's was Yurov Slavkovsky, who was uh, on the, to the Canadians. And is he any good or no? Uh, he played a lot of third and fourth line minutes. So, much like in the sense of Lafreniere. Right, but, starting, but all those guys, that's what I'm saying. Are studs, and Lafreniere's not. And the Devils got two of them. And the Devils got two of them, yep. And they're not. And next year's number one pick is going to be Connor Bedard, who's supposed to be the next Why you know, couldn't the Rangers get Jack Hughes? And they get Kako after that, right? Yep, that was the draft, the 2019 yeah. draft. Yep. Why? Why is their number one and number two the busts? Oh, it takes years to develop. We don't got years. Develop now. Why do these other guys don't have any issue with that? Oh, remember with Hughes, it was Hughes and Kako were like... Oh, right, right, right neck next and to neck. Each other. Yep, right neck and neck. Neck and neck, my ass! Oh, Hughes is the best player on the... Uh, in this series, the best player in this series is Jack Hughes. Neck and neck. Jack Hughes is better than anybody on the ice for the Rangers. Period. Neck and neck with Kako. Give me a break. Kako and Lafreniere. Chris is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Chris? Hey, Sal. Hey, Chris. Okay to talk a little Mets, Ben? Go ahead. All right. Listen, um, they needed that win tonight. I got to tell you, though, I'm optimistic. I think, first off, I mean, watching Brett Beatty hit lefties, that's impressive. And tonight's game, we're really seeing a little glimpse into what we hope we can see a lot more, which is Beatty and uh, Alvarez making an impact in winning the game. Yeah, I gotta be. I gotta be honest with you, Chris. I'm just. That's fine. I'm not in the mood to talk about it, really. I mean, I know. I know that. Look, I know you call all the time about it, and that's fine. And you're right. I no mean, B- they, Beatty, Beatty, and Alvarez did. A, look, Alvarez had the biggest hit of the day, right? With that, uh, with that two run double, yeah. because the Mets were going to get swept if he didn't have that. They just blew that lead. Alvarez had a big hit. Beatty looks legit. He's going to be the everyday third baseman. I still think the Braves are better. Now, maybe not, yeah. maybe not. At, you know, here, here's what you need to hope for the Mets, Chris. Yeah. Ver, Verlander, Scherzer this week, right? Or Scherzer, Verlander in that order. 
that changes things, stabilizes the rotation, and that Beatty and Alvarez continue to have an impact as every day, or at least majority of the time, especially with uh, Alvarez. You know, Beatty's going to be the everyday third baseman. You want to see Alvarez get the bulk of the catching because he looks like he's finally starting to figure it out. So you're right. Listen, one last thing, not specifically on that, though. You know, something people aren't talking about that much. I don't know if it interests you, but has anyone seen what Juan Soto is doing? Oh, my God. No, what? Is he on fire? No, he's hitting 200. Oh, the opposite. Yeah. He's been bad. Last year wasn't very good either. No, and, and it just goes back to, like, I think, you know, when you look at the Braves, you look at, like, how they develop players, and it even applies to the Yankee discussion. I mean, there were people last year that said the Mexican trade, five of the top prospects just get Soto in it no matter what. Well, I'm not so sure that would have been the right thing to do looking back. It's just something to think about. How yeah, you don't know. You don't know how. You're right, and thank you for the call, Chris. I mean, you know, you would have had to give up everything to get him. Now, I would have done that. I think the Mets would have done that had they been willing to – uh, the, the Nationals be willing to trade Soto to the Mets. I still believe in Juan Soto, the player, especially in a big spot. Dude, he was one of the more money performances that I remember watching in the 2019 postseason for the Nationals. So I'm not going to go nuts about it. But, yeah, I mean, off to a slow start again after a disappointing season last year. Stevie is in Whitestone. What's up, Stevie? Not too much, man. The Yankees stink, and that, that, that Rangers loss... I don't know what's worse, that Rangers lost. I haven't to listen to you cry about it all night on the radio. Well, I mean, it's it's part of the job. You, know, you don't want to talk about the Yankees? By the way, you don't have to listen. This is a free country. You can listen to whatever you want. But if you do enjoy sports talk, and if you do enjoy being entertained, if I must say so myself. But anyway, if you do enjoy sports talk, guess what? The Rangers losing a Game 7 is a is the top story. Yeah, that that moron held. How long was he on hold, Rosie? The guy waited an hour to say that. So I don't know what's worse: you waiting an hour, an hour to listen to me complain about the Rangers, to not even talk about the point. It says that you want to talk about Judge and the injury with the Yankees. Yeah, he wanted to talk about the Judge injury. Right. Honestly, it's the first time I've smiled right. in about an hour. Right. So get to it. Get to Judge and the injury. I was willing to talk about it. I don't know what's worse. You complaining about the Rangers? Or you waiting on hold for an hour to talk about me complaining about the Rangers? You tell me what's worse. God. I told you I'm in a cranky mood. You going to call it that nonsense? Noah is calling from Springfield. What's up, Noah? Hey, what's up? How are you, Noah? I'm doing all right. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. What's on your mind? Um, I'm just hearing, uh, not just you, but other Rangers fans complaining like crazy tonight, and legitimately so about Panarin and Zibanejad and Fox and people who this team is supposed to be built around. And when you're saying, like, no more Zibanejad, no more Panarin, no more Fox, if not these guys, what is the plan for the Rangers? Well, I didn't say no more Fox or no more Zibanejad. I said definitely no more Panarin. Now, Fox was awful in this series, or in this game at least, in particular tonight. Just unacceptable play from a guy who's supposed to be the best defenseman or one of the best defenseman in the NHL. So you can't have that. That's number one. Mika was basically a no-show. I know he had the goal in game six, but he was basically a no-show. He was their top scorer in the regular season. You can't perform like that in the postseason, and Panarin was awful. So this is the second postseason in a row where Panarin didn't get the job done. When you look for reasons why the Rangers weren't good enough, that's one of them. 
So what's the plan for the future? I mean, think about it for the Yankees. Judge, like Aaron Judge, who's obviously the superstar of the Yankees, historically has not been great in the postseason. Garrett Cole has had issues even on the Astros in the postseason. They're stuck with them. That is who the Yankees are built around. Are, they, are the Rangers not built around Panarin? And Fox and and Zeman. like how are you going to get rid of Panarin? How are you going to get rid of a guy like Panarin? Well, Fox, they need to figure out a way to trade Panarin and move him. I mean, that, that's Chris Drury's job to make the pieces fit better. Similar to what the Yankees, what I would say about John Carl Stanton, I would be looking to move him. But I said that before the year. Obviously, now that he's hurt, I mean that's uh, you know non-starter. I, I mean, I, matter of fact, I said that years ago. So sometimes you got to get creative if you think that this team cannot win the cup for whatever reason. If Artemi Panarin is part of the problem, then they need to fix that. So they got to figure it out. What do you mean? What, are you just going to roll it back again and hope for different results? Well, who on the who on the market are you thinking of for a trade for Panarin? Uh, I have and no who, idea. It's Chris Drury's job. Who would, to, who would want to take Panarin after his postseason performances? Well, I mean, he's got some value, I'm sure. But by the way, I'm not talking about what they're going to get in return. I'm just talking about getting a different player in that spot with Panarin. So I don't care if they get draft picks back for him and then go need to make another trade to bring somebody else in. I'm just talking about moving on from Panarin because he's not getting the job done. Do you understand? Yeah, no, I understand that. Also, if I could ask one more quick question about the yeah. Yankees. Yeah. Um, I, being, recently I heard it right after uh, Lewisica got is getting tested for his mm-hmm. right arm that uh, people are saying, you know, classic New York sports fan, that, you know, the Yankees need a new trainer. I mean, their injuries, the back half of last year were horrible. This year were obviously destroyed. Has it ever worked in the history of, I don't know, all sports, that a team gets a new trainer and the injuries go down? Yeah, it's not that I, I don't know that, Noah, but it's not the trainer's fault. We saw this for years with the Mets, and thank you for the call. People would call and complain about the trainer. Yeah, it's the trainer's fault that all these guys are getting hurt. No, it's the player's fault. And sometimes it's just bad luck. But it's... The result of bringing in John Carl Stanton's always hurt. So whose fault is that? John Carl Stanton's. You know, Aaron Judge, uh, a fluke thing, a sliding in third head first. It happens. Guys get hurt. Rodon, always hurt. Bader, always hurt. Montas, horrible trade to begin with. And they traded for him hurt. Is that the A's trainer's fault or is it the GM's fault? Uh, Come on with the trainer. It's not the trainer's fault. If anything, the Yankees go to ridiculous levels to try to protect their players. 877-337-6666. More your calls on the other side. Sal- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kata on the fan. And it takes the knee of the New York Giants on the Super Bowl 42 champion. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17-14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Sal Licata back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Yankees are lucky the Rangers had a Game 7, and they're going home. Otherwise, we'd be ripping the Yankees for three hours tonight. Who's on after me? Is it Boyle? Tonight, it is Pat Boyle, who will be on uh, at 2 and take you through the overnight. So we'll be on taking your calls until then at 877-337-6666. We have that sound ready, Rosie, or not yet? Okay, I want to hear... By the way, what were you saying? Oh, about Panarin. Tell me about Panarin again, Rosie. Yeah, so, so Panarin is signed, I believe, for another three years at a cap hit of 11.6. And he also has a no-move clause. So it's going to be – he kind of controls that to an extent. I don't know if it's a full no-move or it's a partial right. no-move, but he does have a no-move clause. Okay. Point is that the Rangers need to make some major decisions here. This is not just a – oh, let's fix the fourth line or let's fix this piece here or there. No. This team is not built to win in the playoffs. So, no, and, and to be fair, they went for it this year yeah, and with it. Kane and Tarasenko, right. and they failed, and it didn't work. Right. So Tarasenko, I don't mind if you can get him at a good number. Kane, no shot, because I think he's going to— He'll never come back. Nor would they, should they want him nor back. Nor should they want he's, him he's back. Toast. Um, it's we—and it, it, this is It's so raw. You try to think what the Rangers need. They just signed Trocek. You're not going to get rid of Mika. I'll tell you what they need. And some balls is what they need. Can I say that on the radio? Balls. I mean, give me a break. They are soft as anything. How about you go out there and compete? Compete in game four at home. They have all the talent in the world. This is why I want to hear Gallant because I know he said a lot. Uh, and look, they're going to make a, co- a coaching change. I think that that's obvious. I don't necessarily think that that's the right move. Somebody's got to pay. He's unfortunately going to probably pay. But I love Gallant as a head coach. Let's listen to him for a couple minutes. And we'll get back to your calls. Let's listen to Gallant after uh, after the loss. Turk, uh, do you feel like you guys just never got to the, the game you needed to play tonight? Uh, you know, when it was 0-0 for the longest time, it was uh, I thought that was in our favor. I mean, they were they were forechecking. They had some good chances, but Chesky was real good. And then that first goal was a tough one to give up, obviously. And then uh, after that, I thought the rest of the second period, we gave up too much. We gave up two on ones. We gave up odd man rushes. And then they got that second goal, so that was tough. When you... Uh think about the, the the additions you guys made at the deadline the expectations you had just coming into the season even before those you think about the end result here what are your what's your thoughts right now well i thought we played a real good team like i said before the series and i was 100 percent honest it was a 50 50 we had a good team i liked our team but the team we played was a very fast team and they, uh, they you know they took it to us at times during the series put their speed did you sense as the series went on that their confidence with that speed game that they play kept growing and growing? No, it was they play their game. You know, we we had a real good first of the series. You know, the first two games of the series, we came out and played a perfect game. We slowed them down. We had outscoring opportunities. We buried our chances, and you know things went really well. And again, the third game I thought was a real good hockey game. And games four and five, we weren't very good, and they took it to us. 
had a great game in game six, and then tonight was, uh, you know, it wasn't good enough. I mean, we had some chances. Their goalie played really well. Our goalie played well. It could have been 7-2 to two or 7-3 to three in my opinion. Olszewski was outstanding for us, but just didn't get it done. Obviously, any loss in the playoffs is going to feel like a missed opportunity, but mm. when you look at the talent that you have in your room, does it just intensify well, talent doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> it's great to have talent, but uh, when you got to play together and work hard together, and obviously the, the four games that we lost, we had two goals. So that was that's the bottom line. I mean, you're not going to win if you get two goals in four games that you lost. We scored five in the other ones that we won, and, you know, like I said, I love to have talent, but you love to have a work ethic and, and more forecheck and stuff like that, and we just didn't get it done. The, the consistency of effort from some of your guys, top nine or whatever, was it just... Was it just not there enough throughout the series? Not enough. I mean, again, we weren't horrible in the series. It went seven games to a good team over there. I mean, we've got to give them some credit. They're a real good hockey team. They finished with 110 points, and give or take a couple. So, you know, I'm not going to jump all over our guys. We could have been better, but we played a real good hockey team. <clears throat> Gerard, what do you think changed from saturday night to tonight and yeah you had a good game like you said saturday you got you were able to get to the areas you wanted to get to and you didn't seem well i think the first two goals changed it tonight we we were playing okay shesky was playing real solid and uh those two two goals you give up you can't give up those goals in the playoff series and win and when you got behind like that we were starting to press and it cost us a lot a lot of odd man washes the last part of that second period and that that really hurt your game do you uh feel the power play let you down a little bit tonight especially early no, they had some chances. I mean, it would have been great to get one of those goals by him, but uh, I can't blame it in the power play when we don't score any goals. You know, they had their looks, they had their chances, and but again, when you don't score any goals in the game, you got no chance to win. Obviously. Thank you. All right, and that's why I love Gallant. I mean, you heard it right there. The guy's honest. He's going to hold his team accountable. He calls it how it is. I would not be opposed to the Rangers bringing him back. Matter of fact, I hope the Rangers bring him back. I don't think that they will because changes have to be made. But he told you the key right there. Yeah, talent is great. Love to have talent. You need guys to play together as a team and work hard. That's what it takes in the postseason. They tried the talent route. Now they need to get some guys who are going to be better teammates, guys who work hard. You know, that's the other thing that I noticed throughout the course of the series. Every puck along the board the Devils got. The Devils came away with every puck possession, it seemed. The battles along the boards. Where are the grinders on this team? They need to shake things up. Maybe it's trading Lafreniere. Maybe it is trading Panarin, assuming that they can. I'm not saying you give up on all the young talent. I would probably keep Kako as opposed to Lafreniere, but they got to change the look of it. You can't just keep running the back with the same guys. And it can't just be one guy replacing Patrick Kane and thinking that's the difference. And I'd love to know what the excuse is. Do we have Adam Fox yet? Rosie, I want to hear. I only want, I don't need a whole thing on Fox. I want to hear Fox explain that play that he made that ruined the entire game. Not yet. We okay, well, let I'll me know. I'll let you know when we do. Yeah, let me know if we get that. Because I'm sure he spoke, and I'm sure he'll be asked about that play specifically. But that play changed the entire game. Rangers about to go on a power play, no score in the game. Fox lackadaisical with the puck in his own zone causes a turnover. Devils score one nothing. They get the shorthanded goal, and that was basically it. Unacceptable. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Brian is in Ramsey. What's up, Brian? Hey, how's it going, Sal? Uh, 
tough night. Uh, big Ranger fan coming out of the rock. Mm. Um, just, you know, I, I mean, I, I just feel like every single time we enter the postseason, the same line comes out that, well, you know, the Rangers have the goalie. They have the goalie, so anything can happen. And then, it's, you know, the goalie always shows up, but the rest of the team doesn't show up. And it's just, uh, you know, like you, you wonder, like I feel like with all these teams over the past, you know, however many years, they, 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 it seems like the right piece is going in. And then they just, they don't click, you know, like Kane, like everybody, myself included, I was so excited when Kane came in and it was like, what the heck was that? I, I mean, you know, nothing came out of that. So, I mean, you know, it's just frustrating. I, I don't know what, what they do now. I mean, you know, you, you got to make some changes, but, uh, I, I agree with you. I, I don't know if you make a coaching change, but, uh, I, I don't know, man. It's just frustrating when you have the goalie, whether it be Lundqvist or, uh, Igor over the past however many years and, uh, just can't get it done. You know, it, it's the same old story. Unfortunately, Rangers have the goalie and we always say, well, this could be the run. This could be the run because of the goalie, but it's just not enough elsewhere. And I really thought coming in and certainly after the first two games, this was the most talented Ranger team that I have seen since 94. The problem is, as Glenn just said, it's not about talent and what it takes to win a Stanley Cup is a lot more than that. The Devils wanted it more. The Devils played better. They deserve it. I mean, they took this series from the Rangers. They took it too the Rangers at times throughout the course of this series, certainly after the first two games. But Rangers just weren't good enough. I don't have the all the answers as to what they need. They definitely need toughness. They need better balance. They need guys who are going to be grinders and gamers. But part of the problem is their stars. Is it Ben and Jad, Panarin, Adam Fox, to name a few? I thought it was interesting how he called out the uh, work ethic, too. Mm-hmm. He made a comment about that, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, game four, Brian... That was one of the, and thank you for the call, game four was one of the worst performances I've ever witnessed, and I was on hand, unfortunately, to see it. Matter of fact, I want my refund. But it was one of the worst performances I've ever seen in a postseason game, especially from a home team. Now, obviously, there have been bad games and bad losses, but that was, like, they didn't show up. They're up in the series two games to one. There was no sense of urgency. They treated it like a regular season game. Even not, even worse, they just didn't show up. Uh, something was clearly wrong with the Rangers. One thing, you get beat. They weren't playing hard. They weren't playing together. I'm not in that locker room, so I have no idea. Maybe there was some chemistry issues. I'm not sure what the hell is going on. But I'd question everything. On that note, too, yeah. when we're t- saying, and when Rangers fans are talking about how was the team built specifically when we got to the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Two guys that were also available besides Kane and Tarasenko were Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, but they didn't who, have enough to get him, right? Well, Ryan O'Reilly did. And Timo Meyer, who the Devils had. And Timo Meyer didn't do a lot offensively. No, but the Rangers, but he thought, is a gritty, gritty player. But nobody's going to argue that those guys would be better than Kane, certainly. I don't know about Tarasenko for the Rangers. But weren't they not going to be able to be a fit? No, they could have got if they were looking specifically Timo Meyer. Ryan O'Reilly maybe is a little bit more difficult, right. but he's a gritty, gritty player. And if they're and if Gallant essentially said that they didn't have any grit is what is what he just said. Right. Talent can only get you so far. We need the guys down at down in the box for lack of mm-hmm. a better term, and really like getting dirty. And Timo Meyer, say what you want about him, the guy is a massive power forward down there. Right. Well, that's a question for Chris Drury. Right. Just, and so they go with. If they had the decision of going with 
Kane and Tarasenko over like one of Ryan O'Reilly or Timo Meyer. Now at this point, you wonder what went into that decision as well. Yeah, I just remember at the time not thinking it was a big deal because it seemed like the Rangers were up against it anyway to try to fit one of those guys in. I don't think there was any question about Meyer being a better player than certainly Kane. I didn't have an issue with Tarasenko. I liked it. And Tarasenko, by the way, was good for him. Yeah, right, right, sure. He he was productive since he got here. Kane was the zero, but Kane was... It was almost an an expected zero. The the guy's not Patrick Kane with Jonathan Caves from, like, 12 years ago. He was basically a throw-in. Like, they, they... he wanted to be here, which is how they made it fit. And if you could get him for nothing, you take their chances. You, they just unfortunately didn't get anything for Kane. But those are questions Jury's going to have to answer, assuming he does meet the media at season's end press conference. Jimmy is calling from Jersey City. What's up, Jimmy? Uh, my condolences, brother. How my are you, Jimmy? I'm good, Sal. You got beat by a rookie goaltender, backup goaltender, Sal. Well, I didn't get beat by anybody. Again, if we go over this, I don't lose. The Rangers lost, not me. Rangers lost. Yeah. But he shut him out two of the last three games. He gave up seven goals in the last five games compared to Chokin, who gave up 15. No, it's not just Jimmy, get lost. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to hear You're an idiot if you're going to rip Shesterkin. So, come on. You, come on. The one guy you can't rip is Shesterkin. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and listen to that. Plus, I don't even bother you're a real Devil fan. I gave congrats to the Devils. Do not call here ripping Shesterkin. It's just you're exposing yourself for not knowing what the hell you're talking about. And I certainly am not going to sit here taking it. Told you I'm in a... I told you I'm not in a good mood. Then you're going to call it that nonsense, Jimmy? Come on. You know better than that. You know better than that. Schmidt is not even that good. The Rangers let him off the hook. It was more the devil's defense in front of him. That, to me, is the bigger story than Schmidt. But you give Schmidt credit, or Schmied, however you say his name. Give him credit. He was fine. I give Lindy Ruff a ton of credit. And the devil's overall. They were just better than the Rangers. But Shesterkin was not the problem. Not even close to the problem. Justin is in Floral Park. Justin? Sal, what's going on, man? That, How are you, that's Justin? Probably, uh, typical Islander fan right there. Uh, Sal, I'm telling you, Drury's definitely going to have to answer the bell here because they definitely need more grit. Um, they, this team just was very lazy. I told you that when I was watching after game three. Mm-hmm. That was the, the chance to do it. Um, like you said, Kane definitely washed up. I would have uh, rather them go after like a Max Domi. Who are you going to see next round for Carolina? Uh, be a thorn in their side. And I'm telling you right now, Carolina's got speed, unlike the Rangers. He's on Dallas now, Rosie's telling me. Oh, I'm sorry, but, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. It doesn't make a difference Carolina. for me. I'm not watching that series anyway. <laughs> but uh, I'm out. Hockey's over. I'll watch McDavid if the Oilers get into the finals. I hear you. But, uh, man, I tell you, Sal, it's just every year. I mean, you, you tell me, for 20 years they've had two elite goalies and they can't win a cup with these guys. It's just mind-boggling to me, Sal. It's just unbelievable. They, I mean, the scores just don't score. Yeah, and that's the difference. It reminded me so much of the Tampa Bay series in 2015, Sal, when Ben Bishop, we couldn't score on that guy. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And this guy's as tall as Ben Bishop. But I'm telling you, I think Carolina is going to take care of this guy. Yeah, I don't I don't think Schmid is, is that good. I think the Devils are good, but I would not be surprised if Carolina won the series either way. I mean, good luck to the Devils. We'll see what they could do here. Like I said, I don't care. I'm out. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm rooting for Maple Leafs and Oilers is what I would want yeah, to see. You might, you might get that, Sal. I'd love to see Knicks, that. But uh, let me just on the Knicks. Yeah, let me just say that I don't. You know, it is frustrating, Justin, when you think back to what Lundqvist. You know what they had with the great goaltender and wanted to, weren't able to take advantage of it. 
Yeah. They were built totally different. So they, they've had, it's not the same thing. Great goalie, but that was a defensive team that couldn't score. Yeah. This cool. team was built with skill, position, players, talent all over on that, you know, front six, the, the four lines of talent, yeah. really. And they could, still they, couldn't get it done. Yeah, they couldn't keep up with that speed, though, uh, Sally. After the first two games, the Devils' speed just killed them, man. And the Rangers couldn't forecheck. And their power play sucked. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, except for uh, the last game, game six, it was great. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know, Sal. There's going to be changes, but I don't know how much change they could do. Like Rosie said, man, he's making $11 million, Panarin. You're not going to be able to move him. I mean, and he's got a no-trade clause. So it's it's going to have to be Lafayette, I think. And, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to trade Zabatajad. I don't think they're going to trade Kreider. So, I mean, it's got to be either Lafayette or Kako, and I think it's got to be Lafayette because Lafayette's been very disappointing. Uh, that would be uh, the one. That, that would be the one that I would trade. But it can't even just be that. And thank you for the call, Justin. I don't know what they could get from at this point. You know, you don't want to give up on a player that's got that potential and not get a good return. I don't know if they're going to get a good return for him or not. But you can't just go at it with the same thing again. You know, we talked about this the other day. The Rangers kind of have to move that kid line up to, let's say, the second line, and then get a different third line. You want to move Trocheck down. Uh, you want to move guys down or whatever. I mean, they, they've got to figure out how to rebuild this team a little bit. Um, and, and even with that, like if they keep Panarin and Zibanejad intact, and I'm not saying they got to get rid of Zibanejad. I love him in the regular season. But he, he, like, what happens in the postseason then? And the whole idea of Tarasenko and Kane were because they were proven postseason players. Kane was god-awful, and Tarasenko was good, but obviously nobody was good enough. Just brutal. 877-337-6666. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Rangers, Devils, Game 7 goes to New Jersey. The Devils are moving on. We'll take on the Hurricanes in Round 2. Whenever that series starts, I really don't care because hockey season is over for me. Islanders and Rangers both out. That's a wrap. 877-337-6666. More of your calls on the other side. Sal Akata on the fan. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sal Akata back on the fan. 877-337-6666. Rangers lose. They're going home. Devils are moving on. Richard is calling from New Jersey. What's up, Richard? Hi. How are you? How are you, I'm Richard? Fan of you, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, you know my team is out, so the Devil. I give Devils a lot of credit. You know they get to move on. Our season's over. You know, kind of disappointed how the goalies played. Well, what are you talking about, Chesterkin? No, the Rangers. Yeah. No, Chesterkin, yeah. You know. Well, what happened there, Rosie? What is going on with the phone? Did you hang up on him? Me neither. Why? How are these guys hanging up? Are they just hanging up on their own? He might have just hung up on his own. Oh, that's weird. We don't even hear anything. Uh, CeeLo just checked in here. Uh, Cap issues. You know, CeeLo's a huge Rangers fan, obviously. Of course. Uh, cap issues aside, Rangers have uh, had to give up much more for guys that you mentioned. Yeah, okay, so that's what we were talking about before. We were talking about with Ryan O'Reilly 
and uh, Timo Meyer. Right. I, I don't think you'd have to give up a ton more for O'Re- for O'Reilly than with the Tarasenko deal. Uh, he also said the same thing, and they couldn't afford Meyer after the season. Same with Bo Horvat, who the Islanders immediately extended. So, I, and I remember that being the case. Thank you, CeeLo, for reaching out and clearing that up. I remember that being the case at the time, so I can't get on them for that. I had no issues with, Karasen- uh, with Tarasenko or Kane, as a matter of fact, at the time. I was excited about it, like I think most Ranger fans were. Look, bottom line is it didn't work out. And it's not because of those guys. Even Kane, who did nothing, it's not because of him. Fox, Adam Fox, you know, this is a seven-game series. As poorly as the Rangers played, it did go seven games. Adam Fox is making an unacceptable play on a power play in his own zone. Bleeping around with the puck. Like, what are you doing, dude? This is game seven. Stanley Cup playoffs. What? There is no, you don't take a second off. You don't get to relax. Now you can relax all you want. Thanks to that crappy play. Panarin, Zibinijet, Fox. That's why they're going home. Ron is calling from Connecticut. What's up, Ron? Oh, hey, well, uh, I'm Ron's son, Michael. How are you doing? What? We're coming back from the Ranger game. Hey, well, who? so this is Michael? Yeah, I'm Ron's what? son. We're just driving what? back from the Rangers right now. What's up, Michael? How are you? Well, to be honest, I'm, I uh, just got absolutely shown up by my own team in front of my dad at a game that I tried to convince him for four hours to take me to. Mm. Uh, and it, it, it sucks. I, I, I can't, I'm genuinely shocked by what just happened. I'm not that surprised. Now you were there to see it. That's uh that's a rough one. And your dad's not going to. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're going for punishment going on the road. I got to be honest with you. Even if I were off, well, maybe if I were off, I would have gone to the game. Luckily, I had work. I didn't want any part of that. A game seven on the road like that, ooh, you're asking for trouble. But where's the magic, though? Where's the magic from last year? Game seven at home against the Penguins, showing hurt. How about in Carolina, a team that didn't lose at home until we, we, we showed up and took it to them in game seven? Where was that Ranger team from last year? No, it's different. The they're not, that, not as good. Yeah, they're not as good this year. And, and Mike, they played a, a good Devils team. Like you should give the Devils credit. A good Devils team, but a team that we definitely could have beat with the superstars, or supposedly the superstars we had. I mean, what, the, one, of, one of the most talented teams in the league. I, we, we beat them 5-1 two times in the first two games. I, I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Hey, look, I'm shocked, and thank you for the call, Mike. I'm shocked if you rewind back to after game two. Prior to Game 3, if you were to tell me that the Rangers were going to lose this series in 7, I mean, what are you, out of your mind? Lose this series, they're going to sweep. And I said on the air, they're going to sweep, or they're going to win it in 5. I didn't think that. After watching the first two games, I tweeted it out. I thought the Devils were good. This is a good team? Rangers are smoking them. This isn't even a series. And then the Devils picked up their game, and the Rangers completely folded. So after watching Game 4, my tune changed, or my tone changed. I was singing a different tune. My tone changed. Both of those work. Anyway, after game four, I felt differently. And I just knew that that type of an effort in the postseason at any point is unacceptable. And that even if the Rangers were able to still win this series, that they weren't going to do any damage anyway against Carolina or, or certainly not win the Stanley Cup. And here we are, and the Rangers are out. But I can't say I'm shocked going into Game 7 tonight. I kind of had a bad feeling about it. 
especially after both road teams won Game 7s last night. Thinking about the Rangers' recent success in Game 7s, I didn't think it was their time, unfortunately. Give credit to the Devils, but the Rangers played a lousy few games, especially after Game 3. 877-337-6666. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Could open it up to whatever else it is you want to discuss, whether it's the Yankee horrific loss, 2 nothing lead in the ninth. They end up losing 3-2. Ouch, that one hurt. Aaron Judge on the IL joining a litany of teammates as well. So we could get into that. The Mets and the Braves split a doubleheader. Met fans, we could hear from you now uh, as well, but really it's been all Rangers and Devils, as it should be after a Game 7 loss from the Blue Shirts. Their season is over. 877-337-6666. Salakata on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.